Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. In times like these, it's important to know who you can trust. At last, a news source that's reliably reliable, informatively informational, and never wrong. Unfortunately, you're not listening to it. Instead, you're listening to... The Chaser Report. Hello and welcome to The Chaser Report. I'm Charles Firth and today we have Dom Knight and Nina Oyama. Hello. And guys, I've got a bit of a problem. Which one specifically? What now? What now, Charles? Well, when you think of 2020, Mm. what do you think of? Misery, self-loathing. COVID. Masks. Okay, no, no, but what what Alcohol. in 2020, what was the product that everyone bought? Hand sanitizer. Drugs. Yeah. And, and Nintendo Switches. Anyway. Chocolate? Po- point is everyone bought toilet paper in 2020. Oh, yeah, there was right? a shortage. Yeah. yeah. Oh, was that this year? So you oh, remember, it was like 1980. So, no, so you remember how I did a really good trade in those horrible towels and we managed to sell them all. Yeah, you haven't oh, given yeah. us an update on how many you've actually sold. We've, I've sold, I don't know, it's in the low thousands. But um, <laughs> it's uh, for people who Charles, are you haven't trying to heard about it. sell more merch again? Are you, yes. Yes. Is this another terrible no, Are you taking over that. the podcast again? After like it, you haven't even started it yet, no, and you're still flogging more it's shit. It's all right. You can't buy this yet. Did, you really how can't did you buy not it. learn from no. the last time with the towel? So anyway, is so, this what Scott Morrison full naked this time? What's no, on this? No, this is toilet paper. Okay. So I decided toilet paper. It's a hot item of 2020. Wouldn't it be funny to have some novelty toilet? Yeah, paper? Yeah, there were shortages about nine yeah. months ago. So yeah. it's, it's <laughs> yeah. about as timely as your Hawaii beach towel. Filling a gap. In my, anyway, mm. point is, so what I've done is I. Printed out all our, the top chaser headlines from the entire year and put them onto a long, printed onto long strips of like toilet a, like paper, like a meter, yeah, like a meter long of toilet paper uh, of um of headlines, right. all with different so things. So That's you can be great. going so to the toilet and read the headlines from the year. So you've taken headlines from this year that will not be relevant for when people are using them on the toilet that people will not laugh along with because they won't be current anymore. Is that what you're saying? Yes, that, that is the product. <laughs> that is literally the product. You have, you've presumably got to take yeah. off a very long yeah, bit can, to read it all. You can sort of wistfully look back on such a great year that 2020 was. You, you'll laugh at, oh, yeah, I remember that gag from Actually, March. you know what? That might be a good idea because um, – I don't know if you know this, TMI, mm. but there's a there's a, when you get a pad, like a woman's sanitary mm. pad, mm. they have a little um, fact sheet called Odd Spots, and oh, then they have yeah. little facts that you can learn about things. Well, it's like so that. it's kind of, yeah, it's like it's, a pad. it's the Odd Spots of poo. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Charles, uh, this is going to be the whether it's steel breaker for me. Yeah. Does this give me the opportunity to poo on Peter Dutton in some way? 
Uh, y- yes, there is a there is a Peter Dutton sheet because that's sold. Like yeah. it's either a preference or a fetish. I'm not sure which it is, but I'm keen. And I I got it in Pantone brown. So <laughs> oh god, <laughs> so, I don't know. Anyway, point is, it's in production. It's it's I'm printing it in China because you can't really get toilet paper printed in in um. Thing. So and and I thought well I think I'll probably sell two thousand. We sold quite a lot of towels. Four pa- it's a four pack of the stuff. So <laughs> right. So that's eight thousand rolls. Anyway, I was chatting to I was eight thousand right. rolls. So I was just I was chatting to our dispatch people the other day, mm-hmm. and I was saying, um, <laughs> you know, about it, this toilet paper, how funny it will be. And he went, Charles, where are you going to put it? <laughs> And I hadn't, I hadn't thought about it, right? And then he, he did some research. He said, oh, I haven't been sleeping because I'm trying to think about what to do with the toilet paper. And then he sent me a photo of what 8,000 rolls of toilet paper looks like, and it's not good. There is a lot of toilet paper that I've ordered. It's like pallets and pallets and pallets. It's like there's too much toilet paper. <laughs> anyway, so then the, the, the guy says, okay, well, we can't obviously, we cannot fit it in our warehouse. Maybe we can just put it in the street and I said, but won't people steal it? And he went, oh, we'll just put a tarp over it. It should be all right. <laughs> I don't know. I feel yeah. like even if there wasn't a tarp over it, people wouldn't. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> people would be yeah. like, what the fuck yeah. is this? this with out of I don't understand. Date, out of date toilet paper. <laughs> I mean, the thing about toilet paper is that if it rains, it definitely won't absorb the water. I know. <laughs> Although, look, it's a high stakes gamble because if there is a COVID-20 yeah. and there's more panic buying, you, sir, are going to oh, be the king am, of the stockpilers. Yes. You know what you should do? is that you should start panic buying toilet paper now so yes. that there's a shortage and you should start. And then I feel the need. Yeah. Corner the market. cause the supply and cause the demand. I yeah, there were it. about four or five months of this year mm. where you could have stored that toilet paper in any supermarket in the toilet paper aisle. Yes, but not anymore. Yes. But there are – so. but my thing is not to go through supermarkets because that's a, that's a sucker's game. There's a volume game. Well, you could just do a deal with who gives a crap and pretend that it's bamboo and that it goes towards building toilets and the third world instead of you. Anyway, yeah, well, I, I did think of that because it's sort of um, – look, my plan is to mail it outright. And I just thought, oh, well, I'll just put a mailing label on it and put it in the po- parcel post or whatever. But you can't do that because it's really bulky. Toilet paper is really bulky. You can't – it's not just like $5. It's like $17. You're so good at business. It's going to – so dumb. It is literally going to cost – and then the, all the so shipping much, costs, it's going to cost how much 40 the, bucks a pack. Plus – Plus $17. So $57. For a pack of four toilet paper. You could get like one and a half (laughs) towels for that price, Charles. It was the worst. It's the worst. I've completely stuffed up. I've played thousands of dollars. Okay, Charles, when you lose your house, you could build a new one out of boxes (laughs) of toilet paper. Anyway, so then today um, I got a little notification from the people who are printing it who – they took my money and I hadn't heard from them for a couple of weeks, so I was a bit worried. But they have they said, oh, yeah, no, no, it's in production. It, w- it will ship. It's too late for a refund. Yeah, that's what yeah it's too late for a refund. And I said, oh, what date do you think it'll arrive in Australia? And guess when it's arriving <laughs> for this great Christmas gift? Ooh, during the next Labor government? Yeah. 17th of January. <laughs> <laughs> 
Okay, so I guess once again, <laughs> pity buy merchandise from the great entrepreneur Charles Firth. Um, look, there's no one still listening at this point of the podcast. We haven't even said what's coming up. Oh, yeah, what, what is coming up? What are you doing, Nana? Uh, I'll be talking about... COVID watch. I'm taking over a little segment from Dom. And two weeks before the American election, we're going to take a look at President Trump's desperate pitch to the nation. But first of all, let's go to Rebecca Dana in the Chaser Newsroom. Part-time Prime Minister and full-time Bunnings enthusiast Scott Morrison has today shot down suggestions that a federal corruption commission should be created in Australia, with the Prime Minister pointing out that the country is in the middle of a crisis and that he simply has no time for such trivial matters, saying he had far too much work to do building a cubby house for his kids. Mr Morrison said he didn't believe in wasting time during a national crisis, unless it was for a holiday in Hawaii. There is mounting danger across the ditch after incompetent leader Jacinda Ardern won office in a massive landslide. Experts say the win shows New Zealand is on its way to being a failed state. Oh, wait a minute, sorry. This isn't a Chaser News story. This was a real article in The Australian. My bad. The CIA has launched an immediate probe into how they could allow Bolivia to have had another election without interfering in the final result. The CIA announced plans to rectify the issue by overthrowing the democratically elected socialist government so that Bolivia could get a taste of US-style freedom and democracy. Sources say a drone strike should fix the issue. That's the latest Chaser News. Check out chaser.com.au for more updates. Thanks, Bick. Hey, Bick, do you want to buy my toilet paper? Your what? My, my toilet paper. I've got 8,000 rolls of it. Have you been hoarding again? You know what the therapist said. No, this is legit this time. Okay, I'll buy one roll. Here, I've got $2. No, no, it, it's 57 bucks. Oh, fuck off. Striving for mediocrity in a world of excellence, this is The Chaser Report. The Chaser Report is brought to you by the Western Sydney Airport, helping Gladys Berejiklian get laid since 2015. The Chaser Report. News a few days after it happens. It's time for... COVID Watch. So, Dom and Charles, this week, you may have heard, the very strict lockdown restrictions have finally been lifted in Melbourne. Yay! Yay! Oh, no, I'm a bit disappointed. I mean, our producer, Mike, has been living under this for seven months. I thought we were going to get to, to double figures. <laughs> I know. So. Now he's going to go outside and leave us. He's got a, he's got a strange sort of... He looks What's that really thing on his exasperated. Mouth? I've never seen that thing on is, his face where he's got sm- these teeth. He's smiling. He's smiling. He's I've smiling. Never seen this Look at that. Before. He's happy. Oh my god, is he laughing? He's laughing. Wow. I wish Dan Andrews had known what yeah. was going to do to Mike. Yeah, he would have locked us. He would have locked him back down immediately. <laughs> Melbournians can now travel 25 kilometres away from their homes instead mm. of just five. There's no time limit on how long you can leave the house for socialising and exercise, and they can get a haircut. Hey. How good is that? How's that? Can you guys even imagine what that's going to be like? It's perfect too because you can drive pretty much anywhere in Melbourne, but you can't get to Geelong, so it's absolutely perfect. What I want to know, remember that guy who did – Got fined for doing the specific butter chicken. Yeah, $1,600 yeah. for driving into the CBD to get butter chicken. Yeah. So what I want to know, has that guy gone and got the specific butter chicken that he wanted? Well, you he, know. Is he allowed to now? The restaurant actually said to him, oh, yeah. we'll give you a year's free butter chicken once the lockdown ends. And someone worked out that he would have to have 92 servings of butter chicken 
to be ahead <laughs> within a year. That's a, that's actually great advertising. Mm. Like a man would drive so far. They did. They actually put that out as an ad. Wow. I really want to try it next time. I'm in oh, yeah, I'm going to do it, yeah. Even though there's still quite a lot of restrictions, one event got the go-ahead yesterday in Melbourne and that was the Cox's Plate, which is a horse racing event that was set to have up to a 1,000 people gathered outside. And this is pretty rare considering that Melbourneites have faced fines of up to $5,000 for just having an extra person over at their house and no more than 10 people are out are allowed at weddings, but apparently over a thousand people, I mean, up to a thousand people were allowed at a horse event. It, oh my it's, God. It's, it's almost like the horse racing industry has a corrupt relationship with the Victorian government. It could be. I actually went to the Cox Plate years and years ago to film for The Chaser and that was the loosest, messiest thing I've ever seen, like far more than any King's Cross. Rich people at a horse race, mm. absolutely loose. Like, you remember we used to do that segment, um, This Person Votes? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I filmed like 10 uh, clips of people saying incredibly stupid things just at the Cox Plate. Maybe it was a conspiracy by the Victorian government because they're all Labor and everything. Mm. Yeah. Um, to get rid of all the rich people by infecting them, them with coronavirus. It a super spreader event. Yes. You could have probably bet on it at the, at the Cox Plate. <laughs> I mean, that would have been a great idea, but unfortunately the event was cancelled by the Premier oh. two after two hours after it was announced. Oh, yeah. Dictator Dan. Oh, thank God. Yes. Well, what was going through their mind that they allowed it in the first? Like, who did it? Uh, apparently the health minister approved it, but... The reason that it got shut down was actually not because it was bad for people's health. It was because of Twitter and social media. So is it possible Twitter might be good? Uh, well, it's 2020. Anything could be true. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> true. I love the defence that they ran to, which was, no, no, you don't understand. It takes 750 people to actually run the event. The other 250 are just the very, very wealthy owners and their friends. And that was when they had to cancel it. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, now to America, a place that's handling coronavirus even less well. Uh, now, this isn't super COVID related, but it is Zoom related. And where would Zoom be without the coronavirus? So this week, I'm sure you've heard, Dom and Charles, that Jeffrey Tubin was busted jerking off in a Zoom chat between members of the New Yorker and reporters for WBMC. Yeah. How did that happen? <laughs> I mean, surely if you work for the New Yorker, being a wanker is permitted. Yeah. But not necessarily on camera. It's part of your profession. It's part of the job interview, isn't it? He probably thought he was going for a job interview at the New Yorker and that's why he started wanking. But (laughs) there are so many questions about this. Like, did he have a thing, a fetish for self-pleasure during meetings? Like, was he generally during staff meetings sort of under the table just – Having a bit of a go? I don't know. He did apologise straight away after it happened. He said, I've made a stupidly, uh, stupid, embarrassing mistake believing I was off camera. I apologise to my wife, my family, my friends, co-workers, blah, blah, blah. And then he says, I believed I was not visible on Zoom. I thought no one on the Zoom call could see me. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I thought I had muted the Zoom video. It's like, do you think that muting the Zoom call takes yeah. up your but vision? Also, yes, but yeah. So he, his, uh, his whole sound. thing was, I'll do the meeting and I'll have a wane. Yeah. 
And as long as <laughs> turn off the thing, then there's no problem with that. Like, I mean, he like, just wanted to multitask. <laughs> What's so bad about that? Well, so it was a meeting of the New Yorker staff, yeah. was it? It was a meeting between oh. WBMC journalists and New Yorker journalists, and they were doing an election simulation. So oh, I think he's lying. Journalists. I'm, I'm going to call it he's lying. He, Which he, bit? He wanted to people to see him wank. You think he's, he's an exhibitionist? Yes. Well, if you think, that, like, either it's that or he finds the election simulation uh, no, that's pretty better. sexy. Yes. Pretty sexy. Yes, because all the graphs going up. Yeah, all the graphs and going up, sort of all the people him... pretending to be Trump and Biden. Yes. I mean, it is, it's role play at it's the end of the true. day. It's true. I mean, I, I've i deleted the, the, the bookmark for Pornhub off my laptop. It's just 5.38 now. <laughs> it just, just gets me every time. That night's silver. But uh, according to Motherboard, the New Yorker sent around an email saying that Jeffrey Tubin has now been suspended and that they're looking into it. And I think the moral of the story story is do not beat your meat during a Zoom call. Um, speaking of meat, a company called Hormel Foods have invented a very interesting kind of face mask. It's the smell that won't let sleeping dogs lie. Bacon, bacon, where's the bacon? It's on your face. The Hormel bacon folks figured what better scent in which to swaddle your nose. It's one of those foods that just truly makes everything better. Even a pandemic? They came up with what Hormel calls a smellicious innovation. The breathable bacon mask is now reality, though you have to win the right to wear one. Enter for a chance to whiff. Was that recorded during the 1993 pandemic? <laughs> it's from a clip on CNN. Is it made of Bacon or just smells like bacon? No, it's a bacon-scented face mask. Right. So, so you're just walking through the, the streets and you're just sniffing bacon the yeah. entire time. And it's just you. It's not everyone. It's not like Subway and it's there's a Subway perfume. Personal bacon scent. Bacon for you. Wake up and smell the bacon. This well, is a fantastic product. Yeah, well, would you wear it? Would you buy, Would you go on the draw to win? Yes, and I'd give it to Jeffrey Turbid because I think it's something really fun to do with that. Um, yeah, no, well, I mean, bacon does smell delicious. So, But wouldn't it just make you hungry? I, yeah. I think there's yeah. a logic problem here. Which I also is, think – You'd be torturing, is it? What you want is an edible – you want it to be made of bacon as yeah. well, I think. That's what I like. Oh, like yeah. It would be really hard, like, because you know when you have a stroke and you're – like yeah, and you'd be smell smell the smell burn toast, toast yeah. and you'd be smelling the bacon and the toast, and you'd be mm. like, bacon "This and is toast. bacon and toast, Lovely. delicious." And then you die. <laughs> also, also, every dog in the neighbourhood would, would follow you around. Like my dog goes crazy at the scent of bacon. Yeah, I mean, can you guess how they've injected bacon smell into the? Into I, the I am assuming that they have just rubbed bacon on it. Surely, did they smoke bacon underneath it, and it just sort of filled the mask up? No, you're both wrong. They did this. So we actually found an ink. Um, that we could print on the back of these masks. It smells just like our bacon. So it's a special kind of ink. A bacon, bacon scented ink. Charles, your challenge, if you choose oh. to accept it, is to make the next Chaser book with bacon ink. That is a great idea. I am doing that. Ex- challenge accepted. Yeah, how much is that going to cost? $100. <laughs> bacon scented toilet paper coming to you very soon from Charles Firth's great business <laughs> venture. The Chaser Report. News you know you can't trust. The Chaser Report is brought to you by the new Western Sydney Airport, giving the western suburbs of Sydney equal access to aircraft noise. The Chaser Report. Now with extra whispers. Now, Nana and Charles, it's time to once more delve into the filth that is the American presidential election for a segment that we call... Trump Watch is a segment about me, okay? 
Now, please note, all these clips are from the past week. Donald Trump has been incredibly busy. His strategy to win the election is to have two to three rallies per day where he flies in on his plane, Air Force One or Marine One or whatever, gets out of the plane, stands in front of an adoring crowd, then leaves and does it again somewhere else. So he's been very, very busy. With less than two weeks until the election, he's making his final pitch to the American people and he is finally on song after all these months when it comes to COVID-19, presenting himself as the man who can save America. It's a choice between our plan to kill the virus or Biden's plan to kill the American dream. Whoa. That's a bit snappy. So he's on focus. He's actually saying, I'm going to solve COVID for the first time. He's, how do you kill the, the American dream? Arguably, is already dead. Yeah, yeah. it was killed by, by COVID. The virus. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but uh, look, he was on song and on message, and then very shortly after that, he was off message on COVID. You turn on CNN, that's all they cover: COVID, COVID, pandemic, COVID, COVID, COVID. You know why they're trying to talk everybody out of voting? People aren't buying it, CNN. You dumb bastards. They're not buying. It. The crowd liked it. Hang on, he's saying CNN's trying to talk people out of voting. Isn't Trump trying to talk people out of voting? Yeah. Why is he mad at the news that's doing things that he's supposed to be doing? His technique is to say all possible things at the same time. And then yes. no one can ever hold him to a standard. Genius. Trump is like a multiverse. Yes, he is. <laughs> he's like all the different Spider-Men, but he's in one. Wow. And we'll get to Superman a bit later on too. Then things to send it even further into the Trump multiverse. You know, Biden wants to lock it down. He wants to listen to Dr. Fauci. He wants to listen to Dr. Fauci. That was his attack line, that Biden wants to listen to Dr. Fauci. Joe Biden retweeted that clip and just went, dot, 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 yes. Imagine bragging that your opponent is an idiot for wanting to listen to facts and science. Yes, yeah. to, the most, to, to, to a really popular, respected scientist. Yeah, yeah. Who's, who's the head of your own administration in the medical era. Like, he is part of Donald Trump's administration. Yes, Trump's his boss. That's how he shuts him up all the time. Yeah. That's yeah. insane. So he can't figure out whether his pitch is, I'm going to solve this thing, or scientists suck. Shut up, nerds. Now, look, I asked you guys last week if Trump seemed okay, and there's been a lot of questions about his mood and the steroids and all that. I wonder why. One reporter actually asked Trump if uh, he was running scared in this campaign, and you'll never guess what he said. I'm not running scared. I'm running angry because uh, I think I'm running angry. I'm running happy and I'm running very content. Angry, happy and content. Yeah, those are three personalities. <laughs> <laughs> what he's done is he spent four years writing a whole lot of good stand-up. <laughs> and, he, and this is his, this is like his final tour. This is... His laughs you, you do stand-up, Nina. Is this, is this what's going on? Because they're just, they're just comedy lines, aren't they? You know what? He's actually been told his plan for the last debate is to be funny, mm. not to be angry. Yeah. So let's see if that works out. But, Nina, as, as the comic in the room... Do you like the gear? No, I think it's, where are the jokes? <laughs> you know who likes the gear? This Don't crowd. I woke up and I felt good. I said, get me out of here. Boom, Superman. Superman! Oh. Superman! Yeah, it's sort of Dimitri Martin, I reckon. <laughs> yeah. It's Just alternative. <laughs> he's like, he's going to rip off his head and it's going to be Andy Kaufman mm. and Andy Kaufman will never have died. That's where he was the whole time. <laughs> oh, my God. That would be the ultimate. Oh. You know, I kind of want that to yes. happen is he just goes, I got you. I fucking got you. <laughs> I mean, this is the thing now. They are actually coalescing on a message. We're going to hear a lot about this at the debate. Uh, they're trying to put together an October surprise. And uh, Trump is very, very happy about this particular surprise. We've just learned through explosive documents published by... 
a very fine newspaper, the New York Post, that Joe Biden has been blatantly lying about his involvement in his son's corrupt business dealing. So this is the Hail Mary. This is a big smoking gun. At this point in the 2016 campaign, it was all about Hillary's emails. Well, they're playing that tune again. This time, it's a tabloid newspaper dribbling out emails, purportedly swiped from Vice President Joe Biden's son. This is a big smoking gun. The go-between this time isn't WikiLeaks, but Trump lawyer Rudy Giuliani, who says he got the emails from a computer repairman in Delaware. He wanted us to have this. He he also thought it displayed numerous crimes. Hmm. Uh, So he gave them to my lawyer. We have the entire hard drive. Giuliani has admitted before to working with a known Russian agent to dig up dirt on the Bidens. So, yeah, that was the impeachment scandal. But Rudy's back. And you have to believe this if you believe this story. It's extraordinary. So you have to believe that Hunter Hunter Biden gave three laptops to this guy to repair. Now, this guy, as it happens, is legally blind, so he's unable to say who it was that that dropped off the laptops. Really? He looked on the laptops, found all this stuff from Hunter Biden, so decided to make a copy of the hard drive and give it to Rudy Giuliani. What what did the email say? Like, what kind of pizza was he ordering? That's what I want to know. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, because all the Hillary emails that were good were all the sort of just slice of life stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So the the email claims that uh, Joe Biden met with someone from Burisma, the the energy company in Ukraine, Mm. uh, that that Hunter sorted out and that that Joe did favours for Burisma. And they've gone back and looked at his diary. He didn't meet with the guy. He was doing other things on the day. It seems like absolute rubbish. And the FBI is playing it down, but not the Trumps and Trump world. They think they finally got the thing to kill Joe Biden. I think I know what's happened. What's happened? I think what's happened is... They've got to the end of the season. It's like Game of Thrones. I think they've employed the Game of Thrones writers and it's sort of like the last season and they're just sort of phoning it in. Like no, no, they're no. not creating a sort of. I reckon we're living in a simulation oh, and yeah. I reckon the simulation was created by. Do you ever do the thing? Do you ever, do you ever go on The Sims? Yeah, you yeah, make a sim yeah, yeah. Family yeah. Yeah. And, you, and it's so good and it's, yeah. it's going really well. Yeah. And then part of you is just like. Kill him, <laughs> you know. Yeah, yeah. to the ground from part a dragon. Of, yeah, you know. Part of you is just like, yeah, fuck it. I'm I'm taking the pool handles out of the pool. No, yeah, fuck it. I'm not going to feed him. You know, fuck it. Like, <laughs> let's just see what the fuck. Ha- like that. It's we're living in a simulation, and the kid, the kid's turned thirteen, yes. and he's just like, fuck it. What if? What if I just destroyed this world? Yes, that's it. That makes that makes total sense. The Chaser Report. More news. Less often. The Chase Report is brought to you by the Western Sydney Airport. London, Paris, New York, Badgerys Creek. It's a global destination. Well, that's it for another week. And, oh, wait a minute. Rebecca Tainamuno's got some breaking news. Does she? Yes. What's the first time this has happened? The government that has proposed that ASIO be granted the power to secretly detain people for two weeks has accused Daniel Andrews of being a dictator. Under the proposed changes, ASIO will be able to detain people as young as 14 years old, not to catch spies, but to stop them making fun of the government on TikTok. Thanks, Beck, and thanks to our producer, Mike Liberali, who is now liberated in the state of Victoria. (laughs) Congratulations, Mike. And uh, we're going to leave you this week. Oh, well, actually, and also do all the five-star reviews on iTunes and check us out on social. Yeah, Apple Podcasts, your code this week 
is abundant toilet paper. Mm. <laughs> and speaking of which, Charles, yeah. haven't you got a yet another plug to awkwardly squeeze no. into our podcast? No, we we are very honoured to have a sponsor for this episode. Oh wow! Uh, who's, who's is it like Koala Mattress or? Oh, it's bit it much better than stories. that. Stamps.com. Much yeah. better than that. Mailchimp. Much better. Much better. Much better. Yep. It's New York m- Times? No, it's me. The New Yorker. Oh. <laughs> Jeffrey Tubin. Jeffrey Tubin. Well, he could use some of my, this product. <laughs> Hi, I'm Charles Firth from Charles Firth's Toilet Paper. Do you need toilet paper? Doesn't everybody? Exactly my thought. So why not try Charles Firth's new 2020-themed novelty toilet paper? Sounds great. How much would you expect to pay for four rolls of toilet paper? I don't know, maybe three bucks, four bucks. No, it's custom printed by slave child labour in China. Oh, two bucks? That's right, it's $39.95 plus $17 postage and handling. Wait a minute, did you say $17 postage and handling? That's actually very good value for such a bulky item. Yeah, I think I might pass, actually. Or if you prefer, you can just swing by and pick up a roll today. I'll do that. Just venture into rural New South Wales and get a roll of 2020 novelty toilet paper. It's the perfect Christmas gift. Okay, might as well. In stores, February or maybe March 2021. Oh, for fuck's sake. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.